Comet breeze, the mesa to the western skies with the sound of a thousand cattle drive. A chosen few would see the light and find the wrong with right. Up on the mesa, high above the clouds, there's a world apart from all the rest. On the mesa, live the real cowboys, standing up for law and order and living by the code of Hey, Flannel Cakes listeners, just Maverick here this week. Jack is on this episode, but we forgot to record an intro for it, so you'll only be hearing me on the intro. And uh, we're going to do a little bit longer of an intro this week. There's some house cleaning things that I want to get out of the way, so uh, we'll get to that. But first off, let's talk about this episode. Uh, no, no guest again, just Jack and I, and we watched... Wild West, C.O.W., Boys of Moo Mesa, and man, was it great. We both loved this show so, so much. Uh, it's from, it's one of those cartoons from when I was a kid that was specifically made to sell a line of toys, and uh, I just, I, I, I want us to do a whole series on these types of shows, you know, like Street Sharks and biker mice from mars and cowboys of moo mesa they're so stupid because i think people just don't care about the show it's all about the toy and this horrible cartoon comes out of it uh so anyway we watched that uh we try to break down what is happening in the world of this show and uh we ate it was a, a cereal in the special k family i can't remember the long convoluted name of it but uh, you'll hear us talk about that, too. And uh, this is just a really funny one. There's a, a couple of times in this episode when we were laughing so hard, we, we lost complete control, and the show just totally went off the rails, and we had to, like, compose ourselves to, uh, to stop the laughter. So I, I think you're going to enjoy it, too. Uh, let's get some house cleaning things out of the way that I want to talk about this week. Uh, first off, I'm going to start with some bad news. Uh, you as the listeners don't know this, but we've had a couple of lost episodes of this show. I mean, it's it, this is new. We're getting this thing off the ground, and you know we're figuring things out. So sometimes things are going to go wrong, and uh, we've had at least at least two episodes in the past that we've lost due to bad audio. And you know, it's, it's just not up to my standards to put out that bad audio to you. Uh, thankfully, I figured out what was wrong with those, and I can prevent it in the future now. However, the bad news I wanted to get to is that. This most recent weekend, a week ago, we lost another episode, and it was for a totally different reason. The worst part is that I have no idea what happened. I don't know how to prevent it in the future, so I'm looking into that. I'm trying to make sure that that doesn't happen again and you don't lose any more good content, because the one... I don't want to say anything about this episode, you know, who was on it or what we watched or what we ate, because I, I want to have these people on again and, and try to recreate some of that magic. But man, it was a really great one. It was so funny and what a wonderful discussion. We had two guests and we watched two cartoons just playing around with the format. 
and uh, we're gonna bring you that one again. We're gonna we're gonna try to recreate the magic someday, but uh, unfortunately that one's gone. And fortunately, I do have some good news for you this week, which is that uh, I'm so thankful to the people that listen to this show in the incredibly complicated way that they have to now, but it's about to get a lot easier. We are going to iTunes very soon. It's going to be so much easier. You know, you're going to be able to get this podcast straight to your phone and you can subscribe and it'll download automatically every week. And uh, I I don't want to say too much. Uh, I'm not going to, you know, name names or give you hints or anything but i gotta tell you we've been putting in a lot of work into getting big guests coming up on this show and we i have really i can't believe i'm saying this but we have some yeses we have some big big guests coming up very very soon so please stay tuned for that uh you know uh, to this point we've only had uh our friends we've only had people that we know and i'm very grateful that those people were there to lay the foundation for this show but i think we've got some guests coming around the corner that are going to open a whole new set of doors for us and we're going to be able to bring you really really great new content and once again that will be on itunes very soon and uh the last thing i wanted to say today i i thank our listeners so much um i i can't say it enough you know i'm it means so much to me that you would take the time to find our show in the complicated way that you have to and actually listen to it and I, I i i owe you so much for that but i'm gonna call on you to do even more for me i i i'm i'm gonna be even more demanding uh when we go to itunes soon know that the the few dedicated listeners that we have on the show i'm gonna be calling on you to really come through for us uh we are going to go to itunes we're going to attempt to get ourselves on the new and noteworthy page which is a complicated thing to do and we need the support of our listeners we need people to subscribe to us on itunes we need you to go to itunes and rate and comment and and review the show and uh the the more activity that happens on our itunes account the more social media hits that we get the more likes we get on facebook all of that's gonna add up to the show really turning a corner so uh you know i i i'm appreciative of what you do now but i'm gonna ask you to do a little bit more and if there's if you're wondering if there's something you can do now while we're not even on itunes yet yeah i'm gonna ask for more uh Tell a friend, you know, just if, if this show brings you happiness and laughter and you enjoy listening to it, just tell somebody that exact thing. Tell them that it makes you happy to listen to it and maybe they can enjoy this content as well. Uh, speaking of good content, we're going to get to this episode now. Like I said, a couple of times we just, we lost, we, I'm sorry, excuse me, we laughed so hard that it just fell into utter chaos and uh, I hope that, that the same thing happens to you. If you're in your car, you know, pay attention to the road because you, you might lose control of your vehicle from laughing so hard at this one. Please enjoy the Wild West Cowboys of Moo Mesa. Sorry. Pour a bowl of cereal and turn on the TV. I'm watching my cartoons, please don't bother me. I could grow up tomorrow, pay the bills and be responsible But today it just doesn't feel possible Let's talk about life, it doesn't everything between Things that keep you up at night and idiosyncrasy Public matter, medicate, dimensions we can't see Girls needs to know where the nature of reality Let's talk about life, it doesn't everything between Breakfast foods and bad times, and cartoons on the TV Breakfast foods and bad times, and cartoons on the TV Are you alright? <laughs> I don't know anymore I don't even know if we can try to explain what happened.
Well, what happened was Can you plug me we in? We were here? uh we were trying to record audio for a podcast. This podcast, in fact, it's it's on it's right here. It's right uh, here. Okay. Okay. That probably sounded horrible. We were trying um, to record audio for this podcast. The one that you're listening to. And <laughs> I don't even know if we can explain what social blunder we just went through. We just went through like Ten different mic tests. Ten with, plus minutes of with, testing. With our microphone. And on every one of them, Maverick sounded crystal clear and I sounded like I was in another room. And, like, <laughs> we kept troubleshooting and removing certain factors and adding factors. And we figured out that nothing was changing except I, Jack's voice always sounded crappy every time. And I thought my voice was just broken and couldn't be picked up there by microphone. There was a part... Where we held the microphone directly up to my mouth, and it sounded just fine. And then we held it directly up to Jack's mouth, and it sounded crappy. And we didn't change any settings, which means the only factor there was your voice. And that maybe there's something... Maybe our microphone wasn't nice enough. Maybe it was broken. Maybe it wasn't picking up, like, the lower frequencies. We didn't know what. And I eventually figured it out. It was that I have my computer in my lap while we're doing this. And I had accidentally set the audio program to only record the sound from my computer's microphone instead of our podcast microphone. So So it's picking up everything. I'm talking right into the computer that's sitting in my lap. Mm -hmm. And Jack is far away. Not talking into your lap. That story is not going to be funny. It's like not going to play on air. It's just going to make us look like idiots. I know. Well, like that's only for us what just happened. Well... Okay, before we do anything... It was embarrassing and no one was even watching. <laughs> before we do anything this week, we we just watched Wild West C.O.W. Boys of Moo Mesa. Cowboys of no, Moo Mesa. No, it's C.O.W. Boys of Moo Mesa. But we don't know what that means yet. Well, we're going to look into it. But we just watched the show and <clears throat> the, the premise of the show is quite confusing and... Jack and I listened to the theme song three times in a row because it sets up the world. The theme song basically explains the entire premise of the show in like, it's it's over it, a minute long, which long. is long for a cartoon theme song. And but it's it jam-packed with lyrics, too. Yeah, it, yeah. It, the whole time is like, lot of talking. and then this happened, and then we'll find out what happens next, and but then the I'm telling is, you more things. It doesn't really say anything. <laughs> That's why we had to listen to it three times. There's a comment. I, That's was, all we took away was it, that there was a comet. It opens on a comet crashing, and then you have the cowboys of Moo Mesa. The COW boys of Moo Mesa. Okay, yeah. so we each have separate theories about what's happening. We're going to both explain okay. what we think the premise of the show is, and then we're going to look it up on Wikipedia and get the real answer. You go first. Okay. Mine doesn't make sense without yours. <laughs> so my, my theory is this comet comes down on, I guess, Earth of some sort, and crashes, and it causes this giant mesa to rise up into the sky above the clouds, which it specifically says something about above the clouds in the theme song. Like a Mount Olympus type thing. Yeah, and then it transforms a select few of the cows and other Western-themed creatures into, like, humanoid, super-strong... Uh, Wild West residents for some reason, and they just live cowboys. Up there. But but they're literal cowboys. But we have no idea what era of like human history this takes place. So this could be like modern day America, 
But also there's a Moo Mesa up in the clouds where these cows are living in the past. Well, wait, in the world that you're presenting, it would have to take place in what Earth would call the Old West. No, it wouldn't. Not but, no, because reason. all of the technology and all of the buildings match that time. Well, the comet hit. I don't know. Okay, are you done with your theory? I'm ready to present mine now. No, but the uh, one last thing that's important to mention is that only some of them got transformed, so there's like... So there's they, they, there's cows that are cowboys, and then there's cows that are like slaves. That they're wrangling and presumably eating, because there's no other reason you raise steer. They're just like... They're not milk cows. They're, 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 not, not, they're not dairy cows. Cannibals. Well, they are, apparently. They're raising them for food. There's no other reason to raise cattle. Leather, maybe. I guess they do. Maybe probably that's wear just the only way they know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there's like like literal bulls and cows that just walk on four legs and don't wear clothes and don't talk and have small brains and have hooves. The cows that we know, and then there's the the cowboys, the C O W boys. <laughs> yeah. Okay. My uh... theory, after watching the theme song three times in a row, I think I got it. Okay. Okay. I think the comet has nothing to do with it. And I no, will explain they, they why. They referenced the comet, though, in the episode. I think the creators of this show did not realize that the comet would throw us off so much that <laughs> it's just they thought it was cool. And I'm going to explain to you. They just thought that it was cool. They're like, can we get, can we get a comet in there? In the That's theme? what I think happened. Okay, our, gonna... You know what make our theme song better? A comet. We open on a comet. Yes. And it's jetting towards the Mesa. (laughs) The drugs that the people took before they wrote this show. This show was definitely created by people on drugs. That's why they thought the comet was cool. Or someone on a dare. Okay. You cannot pitch this show. I dare you to pitch (laughs) this show. You watch me. You fucking watch me, you son of a bitch. I'm going to pitch the the cowboy. And you know what? I'm going to make it COW, boys of Moo Mesa. I'm not even going to explain. And you know what? I'm going to put a comet in there. I bet bet you can't make the title any longer than it already is. You watch me. Wild West COW, boys of Moo Mesa. And then the COW is an acronym, so it's actually like way longer. Okay. The rest of my theory. I think the comet has nothing to do with it other wrong. than they live on another planet in outer space where there's comets. There's comets on Earth. Right, but they're common on this planet that these COW <clears throat> boys live on. Common and comets. I think that they just live in a world. The common comets. That's a good band name. <laughs> I think that's just their world, that there are some anthropomorphic animals. And there's comets everywhere. And there's some that aren't. <laughs> okay. And that's just their reality. Also, all the creatures were like the same size, like the dogs, the coyotes, the cows, the horses, the scorpion. <laughs> they were just all roughly the same size. All right. Are you looking up the Wikipedia? For... I'm, I'm on the for Wikipedia cow- okay. page right now. We're going to get some fucking answers about the cowboys of Moo Mesa. <sighs> it's It was created by comic book artist Ryan Brown, known for his work on Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Well, <laughs> I mean, a, a swing and a miss, man. <laughs> it was uh, part of ABC's Saturday morning lineup. Mm, okay. Uh, first broadcast September 12th, 1992, ran for two seasons of 13 episodes each. That's more than I would have guessed. Um, 
All right. Like many cartoons of its time, Wild West COW Boys of Moo Mesa <laughs> dealt with a mutation of some kind. In this case, an irradiated comet struck the... I told you. Fuck. Oh. Struck the late 19th century western plains, so I guess they mean of Earth, creating a miles-high mesa shrouded in clouds. I told you. So their Mount Olympus is literally a mesa. I I, I was right, but you were right about it being the Wild West. Yeah, I didn't think it took place in, like, 2015. Well, they just never specified. We don't see what Earth looked like. We only see the mesa. Oh, you're about to love this next part. Okay. Everything trapped on top of the mesa was cowmatized by the light <laughs> of the cowmit. Oh, God. Now, both of those things oh, made sense being in quotes. This next part does not. They were cowmatized by the light of the cowmit and evolved into a bovipomorphic state. <clears throat> so, anthropomorphic, but with like, bovines. Yeah. Human. Inspired by old tales of the Wild West, this bovine community developed to the point where they emulated that era's way of life, including the requisite ruffians and corrupt sheriffs. However, their knowledge of Wild West living was limited, and as such, many things about their culture had to be improvised to fill in the blanks. The the concepts of steampunk and weird West were utilized throughout its run. (laughs) Okay. And then, I mean... Oh, oh, I got, uh, I got, I got the acronym. Okay, what is it? This is important. Calmatized something. Code of the West. Oh, that's what COW stands for. Wait, are all cowboys actually COW boys, and we just didn't know it? I can't answer that question for you. Uh, okay. So we, there's another thing I want to mm. before we move on from the Wikipedia page. Jack and I were really torn apart about the characters' names here, because there's three main characters, and one is named... Well, they're all addressed at different points as different names, and it gets kind of They have nicknames. Yeah. So, one character we knew as Colorado, but his real name is the Cowlorado Kid, voiced by Jeff Bennett, an incredibly famous voice actor. Okay. You know him, right? Not by name. He was in the... what's What's that movie we like? uh hey i know that voice yeah he was in that okay. i uh, i noticed a lot of the voices seemed really familiar get ready for another name you're gonna yeah. know another character we knew was dakota or his real name is the dakota dude uh he's voiced by jim cummings another incredibly famous okay. voice actor and then the one that we were torn apart on was a character who is commonly referred to as moo they call him moo the entire episode yeah and i was and... like why why is it colorado and Dakota, Dakota and Moo. And Jack guessed that his name was Moo Montana. Yeah. Which just sounds weird to say because it's like Moontana. Makes as much sense as Calmet. Okay, but now I have I have the real answer behind it, which is that Moo is his first name. It's not like Moo is short for Montana. His name right. is Marshall Moo Montana. Okay. This show was weird, man. It was real weird. They had guns, except they weren't actually guns. <laughs> like, one guy pulled out these two things that looked like weird cucumbery sex toys. <laughs> they looked like cactus buttholes. <laughs> they they might have been cactus buttholes. I don't know. And they shot out cactus needles, I guess. It, like, fired. It looks like they'd be very painful to hold. Yeah, and so how is the guy holding them, 
And what happens when he sticks him back in the holster on his leg? Tim Curry is in one episode of this show. I think Tim Curry is in like one episode of every cartoon. Brad Garrett? Mark Hamill? Oh, holy cow. <laughs> Wait, do we know who... I just said holy cow. <laughs> <laughs> do we know who Rob Paulson is? That name sounds familiar. His name is Robert Paulson. Nice. <laughs> That's exactly how I knew it. Um, okay, so this is something before meatloaf? I close. Is it Beatloaf? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's where I'm. That's where I know that name from. Uh, okay, so we before we close this Wikipedia page, we didn't even write down a note about this, but we have to talk about this. Okay, this is one of those shows from our childhood that specifically exists to sell toys. I think so. Oh, it is. I'm on the I'm on the toy part of okay. the Wikipedia page, and like, well, I bet you because it's from the guy who made Ninja Turtles. This was when Ninja Turtles were super hot, and they had like, you know, hundreds of variations of every Ninja Turtle action figure and vehicles and all that. They were probably coming to this guy like, write us another show yeah, that we do can that sell a lot again. of shit with. Do that one. You more know what time. kids love? Cowboys. But like we were talking about how a lot of the setup and premise for this show makes close to zero sense. Yeah, pretty and much. It's, it's probably because in the boardroom when someone was pitching it, they were like, Yeah, it doesn't fucking matter because just <laughs> just make the toys, those will it doesn't matter. Like you yeah. you were joking about someone being dared to pitch it. Yeah. But like any of the ideas you would throw out for this if if the guy in the boardroom sees the toy line in his head, it literally doesn't matter. You're going to owe Steve Austin a beer. What are you doing over there? I, I am looking up Cowboys of Moo Mesa toys on eBay to see how much they go for. It's not a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently there's not a major demand for Cowboys of Moo Mesa merchandise. You can get a uh, Colorado kid with lasso for two ninety nine. I would like a toy from this series. I'd, I'd like to get one. Well, let me tell you, they're readily available here. Yeah. Oh, there's a Buffalo Bill character. There's a crossover episode. What? From Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Ooh. Fast Forward. You ever heard of that show? No. Me neither. Uh, but there's an episode called Home Invasion in which the Ninja Turtles visit the Tumbleweed, Tumbleweed Saloon in Moo Mesa in the form of a virtual simulation where they fight a cast of Cowtown villains and play a hand of cards with heroes Marshall Moo Montana, the Dakota Dude, and the Colorado Kid. Uh, and then it features some villains. Yeah, I'm sure all the Do you kids... want to hear some of the villains' names? Besides Buffalo Bill, which I saw. Uh... I don't see that one on it. Well, okay, this is just the ones from that episode. Maybe Buffalo Bill might have been a uh, an ally. Sheriff Terrible. <laughs> oh, God. Boot, boot That's Hill a Buzzard. Joke. <laughs> boot Hill Buzzard. Shock Holiday. Big Bucks. Lone Grunger. That's a 90s joke. Butch Cowcity. Stub and Slick Willy Weasel. Which one was the Scorpion? These are just the ones featured in the Ninja Turtles episode. It's not the oh, complete okay. cast list. Speaking of bad <laughs> jokes, there was a scene 
Sure. Where they were herding a bunch of bull, which, like, we already pointed out it's weird that they are former cows, and now they just treat other cows as slaves. Yeah. So they, they're herding this, like, big herd of bulls, and one of them gets loose and runs into a china shop. And the joke is, I mean, I don't have to spell it out for yeah. you. The joke is that there's a bull in the china shop. I was like, there was probably already just a bull in that china shop, and just he the works guy, there. Yeah. yeah just, <laughs> or there was, just, just browsing for china. Yeah, he wasn't causing any yeah. problems. Like it says in the Code of the West, never wear red breeches around a bull with sharp horns. If you handle the herd on your next cattle drive, the way you handle that bull, I'll let you call on me. You can count on it, Sally Sue. Now I just gotta find me a herd. Uh, while we're just yeah. picking apart this world, the, uh, well, the the pretty lady cows had you had some problems with all the lady characters. The the lady cows had large bosoms, but but they had like two human bosoms like up top on the chest and they're cows yeah they should have uh multiple teats the anatomy is off here usually centered in the the tummy area yeah (laughs) i mean it it just was it it doesn't work it doesn't i I don't see how that's happening yeah well okay we're we're talking about body parts here you also couldn't suspend your disbelief (laughs) That all of the main characters in the show have hands with five fingers on them? Yeah, the horses the and the cows have hands and fingers. You're willing to forego that they walk on two legs, talk, and wear clothing. But the fact that they have hands is too much for you. I just... If this super comet gave them all these, like, abilities... I'm sorry, I have to stop you right there. It Calm- was a super comet. <laughs> it comatized them. I was comatized after watching this show. <laughs> I might be comatose later. <laughs> oh, come on. How many more are there? <laughs> Don't have a cow, man. <laughs> This is the worst episode ever. No one is going to make it through all this. I can't stop. Shit. Cow shit. Uh, (laughs) Horse apple. Okay, what the fuck were we talking about? Cow stuff. Oh my god, that was so funny. I don't even know what I'm Mm. laughing at. Um, You're upset about their tits. (laughs) You're upset. They're called teats on a cow. <laughs> You're upset that the Colorado kid is a Holstein. You correctly yeah. knew what type of cow he was. You labeled yeah. him as a Holstein. There's a character named Sally Holstein that this guy. Sally something Holstein. I think it's Sally May or okay. Sally Sue or something. That's it. And he has a crush on her, and her name is Holstein, but she is so clearly not a Holstein cow. And he is. and Yeah, and he is. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, maybe that's why he's attracted to her? I don't know. It's like if the show was about dogs and they were like, that's Susie Poodle, but she was just like a Labrador. You'd be like, well, what the hell? That's You know, I, I was kind of, I thought it was weird that you brought it up at all, but with that analogy, <laughs> you kind of, that makes perfect yeah, just people sense. don't know stuff about cows, I guess. 
Now, my, my grandmother collected Holstein cow stuff when I was a kid, so I know Holsteins are the white cows with the black spots. Alright, so I feel like we properly set up this world. Yeah. People who have not and seen the show are now familiar with the universe. And we also educated some people on uh, Holstein cows. Yeah. So now you know. Okay, we set it up. So now let's try to talk a little bit about this episode. Uh, the plot is that our three heroes... <laughs> this is a rough one. Our three heroes... The, the name of the episode is A Sheep Full of Dollars, right? Yeah, they should have done a, like Sheeper by the Dozen or something. That's pretty good. I like that. I mean, it's not a Western <laughs> reference. Neither is... A Fistful of Dollars. Is that a Josie Wales... Yeah. Okay. Right? It's it's Clint Eastwood. They should have had a whale character. I mean, that wouldn't make sense, but... Stop. <laughs> okay. Anyway, our three heroes uh, go to Sally Sue Holstein, and she needs them to deliver some money to a town called Elbow's Bend well, for it, a hospital to be built yeah. with that money. Well, she sends them on an errand to herd uh, one single sheep who has the money hidden under the wool in order to, like, throw off... She uh, pulled the wool the, over there. Oh. Okay, sorry. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh. Well, howdy, boys. Okay, I want you to meet my favorite sheep, Miss You Baby. Yeah, that's nice, Miss Lily, but where's my herd? Well, uh, you're, you're looking at her. And you need to get You Baby to Elbow's Band before sundown tomorrow. But she's a sheep. But Colorado, the code of the West says it's not the type of herd you got, but how nicely they travel. But she's a sheep. I can't be seen with a sheep. Colorado, you backing down on a promise? But Sally Sue Holstein thinks I'm going on a real cattle drive. She laughed me off Moo Mesa. You know, may- maybe the job's too big for you, kid. Hey, no job's too big for me. Ooh. All right, so... She mm. has them deliver the money hidden in this sheep's wool so that it will not draw the attention of the bad guys. Of whatever their names were. Yeah, they had dumb, dumb he, names. He has, like, a black hood on. He's like He looks like an executioner minotaur. Yeah, you know he's a bad um, guy because of his hood covering his face. And because he wears all black and it's a western. Yeah. Uh, so they... So the Colorado kid... <sighs> Has the sheep. You know, Moo, I just hope Colorado's up to the task of that sheep drive. Don't worry, Miss Lily. Colorado can handle one sheep. Well, that may be, but I'm kind of worried about all the money strapped under her fur. The, the what? Well, the elbows been hospital money. Now, if the folks don't get it, they can't finish their town hospital. I, I thought I'd sneak the money through on you, baby, because the masked bull keeps robbing the stagecoach. Why didn't you say something in the first place, Miss Lily? Well, I tried, Moo. Believe me, I did try. Yeah. At one point, he's trying to cross a river. That turns out to be quicksand. Yeah. Quicksand makes a surprise second appearance on the Flannel Cakes podcast. It it was unexpected. He looked at it, and he got the sheep to get into it, but somehow didn't notice that it was not water. Also... It wasn't water? No, it was quicksand. I thought it was just water with quicksand underneath it. No, it was moving quicksand. That makes no sense. That's so stupid. It was... 
It was calmatized. I don't know. Oh, Jesus. The comet did weird stuff, they said. So then there's a turn of events where the Colorado kid ends up in the river of quicksand. And he needs his horse, Jezebel, to save him. (laughs) Jezebel? They're in the fucking desert, His horse, named after, like, a biblical prostitute. Yeah, Yeah. A biblical whore horse. Okay. They're in the fucking desert on top of a mesa in the sky. And the horse produces a log. Where this horse got a log from, yeah, we there, don't know. There were no trees anywhere. Yeah. There was maybe a cactus or two. Yeah. And some tumbleweed. And this horse just, I... like, finds a telephone pole <laughs> and pushes it into the river. I suppose if you were drowning and someone threw you a... A telephone pole? A, a cactus... You would grab onto it. It would. It, you wouldn't normally want to if grab you, a cactus. If you throw a cactus at someone who's drowning in quicksand, you're an asshole. It's, but like, why would you assume they have a log? It's better than nothing. I guess. Can I? Can we get off topic for a second? Because okay. I I have a story written down from my life this week okay. that I said wasn't interesting Quick, or funny enough quicks, to be on our podcast. Quicksand related. No, but it's kind of it's kind of making me think of what we're talking about right now, okay. and it might now my lame story might be interesting enough. So last week I was out to dinner. Horseshoe horned in. Oh Jesus <laughs> Christ! Get out of here right now! Oh God. Okay, I was out to dinner with a friend. We're at an outdoor restaurant, and we're we're sitting at a table across from each other. At the table just next to us is a a couple, a boy and a girl, out on a date, sitting across from each other. Okay. Right behind us is a long table with, like, probably eight to ten people at it. Mm-hmm. In the middle of these, like, triangle of three tables is one of those, like, tall metal pylons that has, like, a dome thing at the top, and there's, like, a ring of fire around it, yeah. and it's to warm people walking heater. around outside. Yeah, like yeah. a heater. Okay. It, it, that, yeah, those are called heaters, those things that produce warmth <laughs> for people. I thought those were only nicknames for baseball pitches. No. Okay. So Or, or uh, coffee refills. Is that a thing? I don't know about that. Okay. So behind my friend is this long table. A guy at that table backs up his chair and doesn't realize this heater (laughs) is behind him. Does someone die in this story? We talked... Remember, I brought this up because we talked about... (laughs) You wouldn't normally grab a cactus, but if it was to save you from quicksand, you might. So the dude backs up with his chair. The thing falls over and... It happened very fast, but I saw the whole thing go down, and so of course I saw it in slow motion. And you did motion. nothing to help. It happened. <laughs> there, there was nothing I could have done. Okay, you tell yourself that if it the, makes you feel better. There, it happened so fast. I just my eyes saw it in slow motion, but I don't. I definitely. I don't want to say I don't think I could have done anything. I definitely could not have done anything. All right. So anyway, my friend's dead. <laughs> I'm just yeah. Okay. So <laughs> no, those people on the first date suffered severe burns. Stay with me. Oh, God. (laughs) So he backs up the chair. It hits the thing. It immediately falls over. The girl on the date has her back to it. And so the guy is facing it just like I am. It falls. If he wants a second date, he better be a hero here. It falls just past her. Like, if it had been, I mean, six inches the other way, it would have hit her in the back of the head. It falls just past her, and it's. It's got, like, I said it has a cover on it, like a dome. Yeah. And it's, like, made of fucking metal. So there's, like, a sharp metal rim around. And yeah. that metal rim is headed straight for his face where it's going to impale him. 
And I was, I remember seeing it in slow motion and thinking, is he going to do anything? Because it's getting closer to his face. And at the last uh, second, he put his hands oh, up oh, and stopped no. it with his hands. And then you heard. <laughs> the whole time we've been sitting here eating, I haven't looked at this thing one time. I haven't given it a second thought. So I just assumed it was on. And so my uh. brain didn't have time to process the fact that it was turned off. So when he put his hands up, I had enough time Did you for shriek? A, a neuron in my brain to go, no, he's going to burn his hands. Did you yell that out loud? No, but my brain did. That would have been hilarious if everyone was just sitting there totally aware that something weird just happened. But you just jumped up and go, he's going to burn his hands. Everyone's like congratulating the guy for being a hero. And yeah. I'm like, but his hands! Okay, so it wasn't on. He put his hands up at the last second. He saved his own life. Maybe that girl's life, too. And Did it cut him or anything? No, he was fine. And the waitress just kind of laughed it off and was like, well, that could have been really bad. And I was like, no fucking shit, it could have been really bad. Yeah, thank God there wasn't hot fire spewing out of this thing that fell on you just now. So anyway, that's why I thought of that, because I wouldn't want to grab a cactus, but if I was drowning in quicksand and you threw a cactus my way, I would fucking grab it. Because that thing was going to hit him in the face unless he put his hands up to the fire. Which there wasn't right. a fire. <laughs> right. I just took that lame story and made it interesting. Well, still, overall in that story, nothing happened. <laughs> but that's okay. Can I do the other one from that night? And then if it's really lame, I can just cut it out? Sure. So later that night... <laughs> cut. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Later that night, my, that same friend and I went to a bar. And this is in Florida, which is not known for having a lot of class. It's not a classy state. There's a bartender working there. It's not there. our best. Yeah, it's not the one we would show off to other countries. Right, right. If if you were having another country over for dinner, you would close the door on Florida yeah. and just, you know, we don't need to go in there. Yeah, don't worry about it. Oh, it's really muggy this time of yeah. year. You it's don't like wanna... the angry teenage son's room that has just like metal posters and like scary dismembered animal parts. Yeah, you, you just don't want to show it to anyone. So we're in Florida. And uh, there's a bartender who is a young, attractive, female, blonde <laughs> woman. And she is wearing... That's a female woman, you say. I'm yes. listening. Did I say that? Yes. Damn it. Uh, <laughs> she sounds hot. <laughs> she was very attractive. <laughs> She's wearing a shirt that swoops across the front so that her bra is just hanging out. On, there's just one boob just completely like a, out. Like a toga? Like a toga. Like, she cut a t-shirt into a toga shape. Okay. Okay? So there's just one boob totally out. And she's not wearing a strapless bra. She's wearing a regular brassiere that shows a lot out of it. Uh, I mean, I there was boobage. Okay. So sitting right next mm. to my friend and I is this creepy guy probably in his late 40s. And he's very intoxicated. And he keeps... Like a male guy. <laughs> no, he wasn't like not, a postal not, worker. Not a mailman. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know what his occupation was, Jack. <laughs> a human male. He was... yes. yes. Okay. Uh, okay. So he mm. keeps leaning over to us to tell us how attractive he thinks the bartender is. <laughs> oh. He's telling us a lot. At one point, I remember he said he mm. didn't know what she was doing, but he was completely mesmerized by it. 
which I wanted to just be mm. like, yeah, one of her tits is out. That's what you're mesmerized <laughs> yeah. by. Yeah. Well, well, sir, she seems to be tending bar. That's <laughs> so, ah, the way she pours that drink is mesmerizing. I don't know what she's doing. I've never seen a drink poured before. <laughs> you you look like you've seen several drinks poured tonight, <laughs> yeah. sir. Uh, so he keeps telling us how hot she is. <laughs> We're just tuning him out and ignoring him. She's probably hearing this, right? It was very, very loud in this bar. Okay. Eventually, we're ignoring them. She comes over and starts talking to him across the bar. And I'm, once again, I'm only At his things. insistence, I'm guessing. She probably didn't come over and just be like, hey, and, I would like to talk to you for a while. I mean, I think she was like getting his drink order or his tab okay. or something. Like I said, we're half tuning him out, half trying to, our best to mm-hmm. not pay, pay attention. Out of the corner of my eye, I noticed that now he's got his hands across the bar on her oh. face. And he's, like, touching her face and, like, caressing her hair and, like, just generally moving his hands around her face. That's not okay. Then she reaches her hands across the bar and starts doing the same thing to him. Oh, oh. Now my friend and I are trying so hard to, like, close our eyes and teleport to another location. No, I I would want to see what the hell was happening here. Next thing I know... She leans across the bar. They're still holding each other's faces. She pulls his face in tight and kisses him on the lips like two bet, or three times. I bet they were married. Like they were secretly a She's couple. She's probably just old enough to serve drinks and he's probably twice that. And he was very, very weird looking. They're not married. Just let me finish the story. Okay. So they make out a little bit. He leaves. She picks up his tab and hands it to us and shows us that he just tipped a large amount. So my friend is, like, shocked. So you're a, a bartender and a prostitute. I mean... It's it's fine that I made out with him. He gave me a bunch of money. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm just saying... All I'm saying is my friend is shocked by the mm-hmm. dollar amount. I'm thinking it's $20, $25. And <clears throat> I was thinking the same thing you were thinking. Then I actually looked at it, and it was $100 that he tipped. And I was just like, well, I would have kissed him, too. Uh, I mean, maybe. Like, if I really needed $100. Then she told us that one week earlier to that, the same thing happened with a different guy. I bet they talk. (laughs) Just like, dude, there's this hot bartender. You just tip her 100 bucks. She's got great tits. They're just hanging out there, man. Well, I know she's got one great tit. I don't know about the other. I don't know what she's doing, but it's mesmerizing. You give her her $100. What word does that guy use to describe magic when he watches a magic show? He already used mesmerizing on the girl pouring drinks. He he just weeps. (laughs) (laughs) He just sees a magic trick and just starts sobbing like a madman. He gets up out of his seat and starts doing backflips through the aisles at the magic show. He just throws up. I love the idea of someone being so so blown away by a magic trick that they vomit. That sounds like a Chris Angel trick. He makes you vomit and then, and then pulls your card out of your own puke. Was this your card? He's like wiping up chunks. There's no card. That's just the end of the trick. He just makes you throw up. And then he's real proud of himself. He he, he walks up and goes, hey, are you feeling all right? And you go, yeah, I'm (laughs) fine. And he goes, mind freak. (laughs) 
breathe right now. Oh, shit. Uh, I'm perspiring. I'm sweating a lot. I was just about to say that. It's not even, like, warm in here, either. (laughs) Oh, fuck. Okay. Should we go back to talking This is the dumbest episode. (laughs) I'm enjoying myself. Oh, yeah. Hey, I owe Steve Austin a beer. (laughs) Okay. Should we go back to talking about... uh... We never finished the plot of the episode. Nobody knows what happens to that sheep. We pretty much covered it all. Uh, I got some more things on here. Some random guy, one of the other, Montana or Dakota or one one of those other states that's real square, comes and like (laughs) rescues them from the quicksand. Yeah. And then somebody switches the sheep in the night and steals the one with the money. So they put in a a (coughs) phony sheep while they're sleeping and run away with the money sheep. So Miss Lilith thought she could fool us with that sheep plan. Well, I'll tell you what. We're going to grab that bank in sheep's clothing. <laughs> Does the bank have to be dead or alive? It just has to keep our interest. Interest! <laughs> when they figure out that their sheep has been taken and they now have the decoy sheep, Colorado kid says to the group, "Don't make me say it." He says, <laughs> "Don't make me." Say it. He says, "We've been fleeced." <laughs> to which Jack and I were like, "The whole episode was yeah. predicated on that joke." Yeah, somebody was probably like, "Fleeced like, like a sheep." We should do an episode with the sheep, and then they can go. We've been fleeced, and then they just reverse engineer the entire yeah. story arc to get it's, to that moment. It's a little reminiscent of episode one of the Flannel Cakes podcast, which was reverse engineered for yes. one joke that you wrote. Yes. Uh, D- Dennis the Phantom Menace. I mean, I wrote down one other thing. When we were talking about the the cactus butthole gun, did you mention that Moo has a gun that shoots sheriff badges? Yeah, he, he also has a gun that can't be just a regular gun that shoots bullets that kill people. It has to shoot out weird sheriff badge ninja stars. That bounce off of things and knock hats off and stuff. I don't, like, if you got shot with that, wouldn't it still just, like, kill you? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it would. You mean a sheriff badge that was fired yeah. at a high projectile yeah. rate like a bullet? A, yes, it would fucking kill a you. A metal star shot out of a gun, presumably, would cause you grievous physical harm. Yeah. Yeah, like death is what it would <laughs> cause. Um, all right. So... I, I would bet, like, $20 that if we sat and watched every episode of this show, not one character would ever actually die. <laughs> <laughs> I want to see what other interesting guns they have. They probably have more. Probably not. It can't be just the cactus and the sheriff badge. Uh, when what I was... if there was one that was, like, like a super soaker, but it looked like an udder, like a cow <laughs> <laughs> Well, that would just look like a human breast, because that's what cow udders are in this world. I guess, yeah. Uh, so it would just be a boob gun. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I was looking at the toys on eBay, I saw a weapon being sold separately, and it was like, uh, sort of like a rifle that was actually just a spear. So maybe there's like a spear gun. I feel like that was a... a, a... Like a common thing in toys of that time was a, there was always one character that had a spear. I guess because that's like an easy gimmick for a toy. Yeah, 
But yeah, you just have like a little projectile on his back. I mean, I have that buffalo toy on my TV, and he yeah. shoots a projectile spear but at his buffalo back. Buffalo Bill. Yeah, I have a <laughs> Buffalo Bill toy from Silence of the Lambs. It's the best action figure I own. That was disgusting. No, I mean, Buffalo Bill from Cowboys of Mumesa. That's not a character on this show. Yes, it is. I saw his action figure on eBay. Oh, all right. Well, no, my my he Todd just, McFarlane. He just really likes lotion. <laughs> I meant my Todd McFarlane buffalo toy. Right, I know what you meant. Okay. All right. That that weird toy that you have that no, like we have no idea where it came from or what it's for, like what it's supposed to be. It's from Todd McFarlane's Things I Saw Today (laughs) figure series. Oh, should we talk about the cereal? We we yeah we watched a cartoon with a long convoluted title and we ate a cereal with a long convoluted title. Uh, It was. Special K cinnamon pecan, which I don't think is really that long. It's too many things. Oh, well, you know what? I thought it was good. And the reason we ate it is because we started watching the show and go, oh, what cereal? And the only one I had in my cabinet <laughs> that wasn't stale was... You know why? Because we are dedicated to the listeners yeah. and we refuse to do an episode without cereal. So we, even if we just gotta fucking grab whatever one's in the cabinet that's the one we're gonna eat there was like something spongy in there what was that were there like little blueberries or something no there was nothing spongy there was you're fucking with me i know what was it pecans no those aren't spongy they're kind of there's they're sort of soft a nut a soft nut pecans are soft maybe i was eating pecans um that would make sense because you're eating a cereal with pecans in it uh, I just I felt like you were trying to fuck with me, and this no, is like a like, mint sherbet ice cream <laughs> situation. There's like crunchy flakes and pecans. Good. Uh, all right. Are it's you a ready? Good cereal. I'm a fan of the Special K line of cereals. I think they're tasty. It was a good one. It was. I, I, I enjoyed it. I, I, I like. I the, ate it with no milk. Vanilla almond. Oh, that's that's some good stuff. You like stuff with vanilla. I don't. I'm yeah. not a fan of vanilla. Um, okay, so I have some other topics written down here. Do you want to cover any of these? Well. Can we just talk about your, your rent payment? Because that was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I guess we haven't had both of my roommates on yet. Um, but we had we had Mike on. He's one of my roommates. Yeah. And then uh, Adam is my other roommate. And we got a, like a, okay, the apartment, the property manager at my apartment, who I don't like very much called over listens one of to this podcast <laughs> i don't give a fuck if he listens no. to this podcast i no. still don't like him he called over one of his hired goons his maintenance workers gave him a piece of paper told that maintenance worker to come to our apartment and leave it on our door he comes knocks leaves the paper there i go and i'm the only one home and i go and investigate it and it's a notice saying that we are overdue on our rent this month because we underpaid by one fucking penny. <laughs> like, the piece of paper that they printed that on and the amount of wages that that maintenance worker made to walk over yeah. to my apartment cost more than the amount of money that I, I owe them. I remember as a kid when you would go to the library to print stuff off, it would cost like five cents a page <laughs> to print black and white. Yeah, I mentioned the paper. Let's not forget the ink that was on there. Printer ink is, like, the most expensive material in the world. Well, apparently. Yeah. And I liked the According joke... According to Kinko's. <laughs> I liked the joke 
that you made right away, you immediately assumed that I was trying to pull some sort of scam yeah. on them. Yeah. I said it reminded me of Office Space. You yeah. know, like what are you trying to pull? We're gonna underpay by a penny every month. At the end of the year, we'll have twelve cents extra. <laughs> you know, Jokes you, on you. You go to the Seven Eleven. You take you take a penny from the penny jar from, from the kids. From the no, sick kids? no, not from from the other penny jar. <laughs> The pennies for everyone. <laughs> yeah, so um, apparently we underpaid. We need to, you know, get that bill in on time. Oh, and what? you know what was my favorite part? I was like, I called him up, and uh, he goes, hey, Maverick, how are you doing today? I said, I'm incredulous. Yeah. <laughs> how the fuck do you think I'm doing? You <laughs> just goes, sent me an overdue <laughs> rent notice for one penny. He goes, so you got the notice. And then... I bet the whole time he's just, like, laughing. There's, you're probably on speakerphone, and there's other people in the room <laughs> trying not to laugh because he's like, watch, watch this, guys. Watch this. <laughs> so I said, surely you have a penny just laying around the office somewhere. Could you could you just spot me this month? Like, could you just, you know, help me out? One penny. You know what they told me? It can't be cash. I have to write them a check. That's what they told me. And your check costs way more than a penny. Everything we've mentioned in this story so far costs way more than a penny. I think we need to do some math and tally up how much this entire transaction cost. Oh, what, that pissed okay. me off so much. I can't wait to move out of what, there. What I really want to know is, how in the hell did you underpay by one penny? You know what I think it was? You had to write a check. You know what I think it was? We get a bill every month. Okay. And we split it three ways. Yeah. And so may- maybe it was just that our math was wrong and one of us underpaid by a penny. But I'm guessing it was that pe- that last penny was split up three ways. Nobody wanted to pay the point three three cents. I guess. I don't uh, fucking know. I can't imagine sitting down and writing a check for one cent for rent. Like what, Walking to the office. The, the memo line... Would just have to just be like, fuck you. And then, you know, when I get like, to the, the check drop box, I can't, I can't just put it in there raw. I have to put it in an envelope first. And that envelope <laughs> probably costs two to three cents. Oh, All right. Speaking of assholes, I have another story about an asshole that I encountered this week that I got to tell you about. This is like. I hope you mean like a, a person who was rude. Yeah. And not just, like, someone's butt. I did not come in contact with anyone's butt. This is, like, part of our Curb Your Enthusiasm series of, like, <laughs> me having interactions with strangers that I shouldn't be having. Okay. All right. So, I work in a place that's, like, it's one of those places where it's a nice neighborhood, but if you go 10 feet to any direction, you're right. in, the, like, the deep, deep ghetto. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. So, uh, one day after work this week, I went to the deep, deep ghetto, and went to a McDonald's. So we're, like, already in a bad situation to begin with, okay? Yeah. Did anyone jump over the counter and try to beat you to death? <laughs> Gouge your eyes out? <laughs> I didn't want oh, wait, tomatoes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, that's Hardee's. <laughs> so, uh, you know, go through. All, I'm all the way up at the, the, like, final window, and there's, like, a terrifying man approaching my car like he's making eye contact with me and walking up to my car he has a plastic bag in his hand and i later found out this plastic bag had shoes in it i'll just tell you that now like 
a pair of shoes or just like a bunch of random shoes like a pair of shoes okay it's way scarier if he just has a bunch of random shoes in a bag but i want to clarify just so people don't think that i'm like being an asshole here this guy really was scary looking he looked like um who was that guy who was like a real life boxing referee but he was also the referee on celebrity Deathmatch? mills lane yeah he looked like <laughs> mills lane or like the guy from the Six Flags the, that commercials. That was the guy from the People's Court. <laughs> sure. Yeah. But like, like if the guy from the Six Flags commercials oh, didn't, God, didn't this, have a bunch of money this, from Six Flags. The scary dancing guy. Yes, he just looked like a horrifying man. And he's approaching me and he doesn't have a happy look on his face. And he's coming at me with this bag of shoes. So I have my window rolled down because obviously I'm at the drive-thru, right? As he's coming towards me. He starts saying, hey, man, I got a brand new pair of... And before he can finish his sentence, he notices that as he's walking towards me, I'm rolling up the window. So the window is like most of the way up. And he gets to that point in the sentence and he realizes that I'm rolling up the window. Then he does the biggest zero to 60 I've ever seen anyone do in my life. (laughs) Because he cuts himself off in the middle of the sentence and he goes, fuck you and he he turns around and does a rare move that i don't see people do very often he does the over the shoulder double behind the head flipping me off okay like two fingers behind double barrel yeah i thought you were gonna say that he pulled down his pants and mooned you and i was like well you did see an asshole (laughs) so he immediately gives me the double bird and it was such a funny turnaround that I know this guy could kill me, but I couldn't help it. I, st- I started laughing so hard. Like, I, and I, I have my window rolled down a little bit still, and he can hear me. So I'm like laughing really hard, and he didn't like that I was laughing. So then he really went ape shit. Then he turns around and he starts screaming, and he's like, "Hey, motherfucker! I've been on the streets for thirty fucking years. I got a brand new pair of fucking shoes in here. I'm trying to sell you these goddamn shoes at a discounted price. I can't believe you fucking laughing." You, you should have just been like, "What size are they?" <laughs> so like, <laughs> that, that that won't work for me. Sorry. <laughs> I, I I was laughing so hard I couldn't think of any of that. What were the people in McDonald's drive-through window saying? Well, he yells at me for a while before they address it, and uh. they come to the window. And they said, is that guy harassing you? And I said, he just told me he's going to fuck me up. Does that count as harassment? (laughs) So they start laughing. And then they go, you know that guy, right? And I was like, no, I don't fucking know the guy in the McDonald's parking lot who's trying to sell shoes. Crazy Six Flags. Maybe it was that guy. You haven't seen that guy in anything since those commercials. Maybe that's what he does now is he tries to sell shoes. I don't know. Maybe he's really down on his luck and needed that money. Well, obviously this character you ran into is down on his luck. <laughs> yeah, that much is a given. Uh, but, like, I just couldn't stop laughing at it. Excuse me. Um, I mean, obviously, like, someone that's in an unfortunate situation like that, their situation isn't funny. But whatever that person is like, hey, excuse me, and goes from, like, Hey, man, I want to do this nice thing to fuck you, like, on a dime. Yeah, what uh, I go, was laughing at, what his salesmanship skills. Hey, the the artifice of the friendly stranger who wants to do you a solid immediately dissolves into insane ranting and murder threats. <laughs> like, Yeah, I, 
I don't know where he went to business school, but he obviously... He might have gone to business school. In this economy, a lot of people who went to business school are probably selling shoes. Obviously, his salesmanship skills have got some rust on him, and that's what I was laughing at. Um, I did think to myself, as the McDonald's transaction was finishing, I was thinking, like, he's hanging out there at the exit to the road. I'm gonna have to, like... Wait until yep. there's a gap in traffic. I'm gonna have to like fucking pull up and just go out because I I wasn't like afraid he was gonna hurt me, but I was a little bit worried because I have a brand new car and I thought he might do something to my car. And I'm like, what am I gonna do if he does? Well, now you kind of sound like an asshole. Why? Like, there's this poor homeless guy who's been on the streets for thirty fucking years, as he told you, and you're like, well, I. I don't really want to drive by him in my new car because I'm worried that, you know... But, like, (laughs) if he did, like, do something to my car, what could I do about it? I would just have to just drive away and pay for it myself. Like, I can't, like, get out and say, (laughs) hey, we're going to write a police report here, buddy. Yeah. That's when he would fuck me up. Well, anyway, I I waited for the gap in the traffic. He's going to beat you to death with a bag of shoes. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> How's he gonna sell those shoes when they got blood on them? They might already. You don't know where they got them. So, <clears throat> so I wait for the gap in the traffic, and I'm like, okay, it's, now's my opportunity. My window, so I gotta like get over there to that exit. Mm-hmm. And as I start, I see the gap. As I start pulling up to the exit, a pedestrian walks by right in front of it. Oh. So I had to stop oh. and wait for the pedestrian. And so I was just trying not to make eye contact with the guy, but I like kind of saw him in my peripheral, and he was like real hard glaring at me, just <laughs> really thinking if it was worth oh. it or not to come over and fuck me up. Did he go? Here's that pee you ordered. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, to listeners of the Flannel Cakes podcast, if you've not seen the movie Sex Drive, please, 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 please watch it. It's free on Netflix. The yeah. first summer that we saw Sex Drive, how many times that summer would you say we watched that At movie? At least five. Oh, we watched it way more than five times that summer. Okay. We watched was, that movie so many times. It's a very funny movie. It's It's silly and stupid and nonsense and got a lot of heart and it's very funny. <laughs> All right, all I have left written down is ear molds. You have you're still uh, taking antibiotics, combating your ear mold. Yeah, no, my ear molds. The ongoing ear molds. My mold ear molds saga. that were mentioned in a previous Whoa, do you episode. Owe, owe Steve Austin some money, Maverick? For I'm showing you a picture of my completed ear molds. This is what they look like you when they're done. Me. No, they're done now. They look kind of like mittens, <laughs> Gel- gelatin mittens. Uh, you want to know what was the most interesting thing I learned about them? That. They're so perfectly tight of a fit for my ears that the only way to get them in is you have to put them in your mouth and suck on them a little bit before you put them in. Like, which I try lube, not to lube them of. up with your. Well, spit, it's kind of like, like you're making love to your ears, you know. And everyone knows that good love making requires proper spit, proper yeah, lubrication. Spit on it a little. So you just gotta put them in and suck on them a little bit, and then you put them in your. Ear. Is that clean to put saliva into your ear? Let I mean, me, it's like before I answer it, that question... You're giving yourself a wet willy. No, yeah, I know. I know. I made that joke to someone. No, I... Before I answer your question, let me say that when my elder co-worker first told me this, I thought immediately this must be the rib they play on new guys. Yeah. What happens, you gotta take that, that expensive piece of electronic equipment you put in your ears, you suck on it a little, you just put it in your what's mouth. That, what's the bird... That they always send people to get snipe hunt. Yeah, I thought I was gonna get sent on like a snipe hunt next. No, 
like he tells me that and i was like come on i'm not that fucking stupid like don't are you fucking kidding me (laughs) and then like he did it and i was still a little bit skeptical but then i noticed that like everybody does it i mean ever maybe everybody's in on the joke so do you clean them when you take them out of your ears or are they all waxy the next time you put them in your mouth so here's yeah you asked you asked the question of like what's it like i'll tell you this i had to take them in and put them out many 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 times i never once sucked on them and tasted like nasty earwax so i'm guessing so that your I, earwax tastes good i'm guessing i either have clean ears or they just didn't the material they're made <clears throat> out of didn't collect any. okay was that a really gross way to end the podcast it was kind of gross that's a disgusting topic You're talking about sucking on things oh well I'll, I'll tell a gross story this is this is slightly gross and i know is it more or less gross than that more gross i know you've heard this um but at one point when i was in my college years uh i was living at home for the summer and to make a little extra money i heard about selling plasma so do i know I, this story i think so um my mom offered to take me one day like she wanted to take me out to lunch and so she's like oh you know i'll drive we can do all this stuff she if, she <laughs> wanted you to go out to lunch with your dad yeah to get to give plasma and so and then your mom invited herself yeah. and then and then my dad couldn't make it <laughs> um no uh we went down there, uh, found out I had to have so much more, like, paperwork than I thought. We had to go to, like, a county registrar's office and get, Yeah, like, when you go the first time, of, it takes a long yeah, time, you have to get, right? Yeah, uh, like, a, a notarized, stamped uh, copy of your birth certificate and stuff. Like you, Are you, you fucking kidding no, me? No, you have to prove beyond a shadow of a doubt your identity. Fuck. Um, yeah. So I had to go through all that stuff. We finally get back to the place. We're sitting in the waiting room. I've turned in my paperwork. I'm filling out the stuff on the clipboard and whatnot. Because uh, they need like your full medical history, basically, to make sure that your blood is safe. And We're, we're sitting in there. It's, it's already taken way too long at this point. Having to show up, start filling out paperwork... And then leave to go to another, like, bureaucratic building. Yeah. And wait in more lines and fill out more paperwork yeah. to get another piece of paperwork that you have to take back to the first fucking place. Yeah. This this whole thing now has been, like, a couple of hours. Yeah. So we're sitting in the waiting room. Now, wait. Quick question. Why were you donating plasma? For the money? Or yeah. you felt like helping? or it, It's for money. Like, it's not a donation thing. They buy plasma. I don't think there's any places where you can actually just donate. Wait, so you can give blood just to be a nice person? Yes, you can. You can donate blood. Uh, plasma is something different. Okay. I mean, they they draw your blood and it goes through a machine that like sifts out the plasma and then your blood is returned to your body. Okay. Um. So they just borrow it for like a little bit. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm sitting in the waiting room. It's obnoxious. There's like misbehaving kids. This is in a uh, not very nice part of a not very nice town. Mm -hmm. And like I said, this is what you do when you need money. Yeah. So it attracts a certain sort of person. And uh, we were just kind of like looking around the room like, oh, like, I don't know how comfortable I am just like hanging out here for a while. Watching the Weather Channel on the TVs, listening to people uh, 
talk loudly on their cell phones. And we're kind of just like looking back and forth the whole time like, like how long is, is too long to just sit in this place doing nothing? When you get stabbed, and, that's yeah. when it's been too long. Well, so there was a, a, a really large like heavy set man sitting in the row of chairs in front of us it was it was like theater style seating okay on, okay on metal folding what, chairs. what film were you guys watching the weather channel <laughs> and uh so the weatherman starring yeah. nicholas cage no just just the weather channel uh sometimes the the colors on the map move a little bit and then it goes city by city in the current temperature mm, okay um uh, oh, like I said, is that original programming? I'm sorry, it, it this riff a, needs to stop. It I'm is sorry. original programming, I guess. I'm done with this riff. Go ahead. Uh, this guy was, was a large man, like very tall, very wide. But he he was like sitting on one seat, but also taking up like a third of each seat on both sides. Yeah, and he uh, he gets up and he goes to the bathroom and he comes back with a paper towel. And he twists it down to like a oh. fine point. Oh, I don't know where this is <laughs> he, going, but I don't like he, it. He puts it in his mouth, just like your little earpieces. Oh. He gets it nice and moist. <laughs> he pulls it out. No. He jams it no. into his no. ear canal. No. And starts violently swishing no. it around. He goes, ah, ah, and my mom goes, oh god. And she's like, she she like reaches over and puts her hand on my and is like, oh. And we're looking at each other, trying not to laugh out loud because he's he's like arm's length away he couldn't have done this in the bathroom no i guess not i mean he he could have for There's sure there's a mirror in there he didn't want to so okay he, he's violently just like swirling That's it all disgusting. around he pulls it out and he looks at oh, it for a second oh god i need to take a <laughs> and, and my mom goes oh no and i go he's gonna and, and he just puts it back into his mouth and sucks on it That's... again and puts it into the other ear and starts violently shaking it around and I just, I'm going to be ill. We're trying not to laugh the whole time. My mom's like grossed out making that hilarious face that ladies make when something real nasty happens and they can't make a sound. Big hey eyes? Yeah. Or just like, oh. Like, like where your chin disappears inside of your neck. You know? I'm going to be sick for and this story. My mom looked like Mitch McConnell for a second. So... <laughs> She just goes, do, do you want to go? I go, yeah, let, let's go. And I just, I <laughs> so got you wasted all that time? Hours. Wasted hours trying to make like $40. I'm not kidding. That made me like really sick and I think I'm going to throw up now. That's disgusting. Uh, well, it made me laugh a lot to see it. It was one of those like church laughs where you can't laugh out loud right at the person. But as soon as we got out of the door, there was a lot of laughing. You gonna be okay, buddy? Oh, my face hurts. You wanna you wanna wrap up with some plugs? <laughs> Earplugs. Oh Jesus. Uh, so mm. on our Facebook, we'll post. Uh, I mentioned in an earlier episode that I played Cancer Boy in a commercial, <laughs> and now I have a picture from that commercial of me playing Cancer Boy. Everyone in that picture looks very happy. Yeah, we're all excited about the poison being injected into me. Um, so uh, I will post that on our Facebook. You can see me as Cancer Boy. I think you just started writing a metal song. What? <laughs> we're all excited about the poison being injected oh. into me. Uh, uh, 
And we have a Twitter. It's flannel underscore cakes. Please follow us on Twitter. We have an email address. It's flannelcakespodcast at gmail.com. Jack? We get emails sometimes. What uh, what emails would you like to get this week? Mm, your favorite anthropomorphic mutant uh, animal cartoon. From the 90s. From the 90s. Uh, or your favorite name for for a a, cow, a COW boy? Yeah, yeah, yeah no, that'd be Dakota, good. Montana, Colorado. Yeah, Colorado, Colorado. Yeah, All right, I think that's it. Can you wrap one more cow pun into this week? You just gotta gotta let her happen. Can we can we high five because this was a good episode and we laughed a lot. All right. Lots of good riffs. My face hurts. I hope your face hurts. Oh, my face hurts too. Now I'm talking to the listener, Maverick. Oh. Well my face If your if your face hurts, uh write us an email. <laughs> Does your face hurt? It's killing me. Oh, <laughs> it's I hope that we don't have any listeners who like sports. We might. Hey guys! Hey sports fans! Who's who's your favorite? Which of the sports balls do you like? If you could be any sport, which would it be? <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite color, Gatorade?